This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell you smart speaker to play ESPN radio. This is when you know this show has gone off the rails, and we have not even said one thing yet. When Shannon Penn and Devin Kane, our producers, can get noted Atlanta Hawks fan Harry Douglas to sing the praises of the New York Knicks, New York Knicks new from yesterday. That's when you know right is left, up is down, and bad is good already on Love Friday, Freddie and Harry. You know, I thought about that when I went to the hotel yesterday. I said, literally, Devin Kane and mm-hmm. Shannon Penn got me, an Atlanta Hawks fan, mm-hmm. to shout, go New York, go New York, go mm-hmm. on national radio. What's gotten into you? On ESPN Radio. Who are you, by the way? Sounds like you caught the fever. Well, here, here, check this out. Now, it's two things, guys, two things. Uh-huh. My Atlanta Hawks aren't doing too well. Yes, they are not. There isn't a damn thing to cheer for at the moment. Absolutely, no uh, doubt. But also, man, I, I, I appreciate greatness, <laughs> right? And what Jalen Brunson has been able to do since becoming a New York Nick mm-hmm. is outstanding, in my opinion, Freddie. So mm-hmm. that's why when I see great things being able to happen, and right. when you Look at the New York sure. Knicks okay. and how they've struggled at the point guard position for many of many of years. Right. And we watch many of point guards go to other places and shine and, and gleam and have a great career up until this point uh-huh. and play meaningful basketball games in the playoffs. Okay. So that's where we're going to start today because I don't know what's gotten into Harry Douglas. The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. And part of that main thing is that the aforementioned Devin Kane, he's got a question. I don't know if it's for me or for you or for anybody, but we're going to let Devin Kane have the floor and have the stage. It's for you, Freddie. Okay. But it's to help our friend Harry. <laughs> okay. So it's like a six of one, half dozen yeah. of the other. For someone who's caught what, uh-huh. you know, what they say is yeah. Nick's fever, right? Well, what is the medication? <laughs> what do you have to get? What do you have to give someone that caught Nick's fever? Because Harry, Harry, he's clearly caught it. Wow, I, I don't know if there's an answer to that as far as that goes. But put it this way: I understand that when a team has won nine in a row, they have not won an NBA championship since gas was free in this country and milk bottles were be de- being delivered to households on their front steps. That's last time the Knicks won an NBA championship in 1973. I don't know if there is an elixir. I don't know if there's any kind of medicine. But the fact that Harry Douglas has been swept up, and it even continued last night in the game. New York Knicks winning that ball game nine in a row. They were able to take care of business. And then, unbeknownst to all of us, an SOS, sister of the show, Monica McNutt, shouted out our man Harry Douglas on 98.7 ESPN in New York like. Here's Hart spinning on Siakam. Fires across. Brunson. Right wing three. Ties the game at 91. JV's an all-star. 11's an all-star. As my good friend Harry Douglas says, that boy bad. See, I don't know what radio show I'm doing today. As a matter of fact, if I had known that all of this was going to go on from yesterday, I might have called in sick. Because everybody's not feeling well with this Knicks fever led by Harry Douglas and Devin Kane and Shannon Penn and Monica McNutt circa doing Harry Douglas a salad by using his own that boy bad that he does every Thursday on Get Up. 
8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Time on ESPN. I don't know what's going on here, but this is what happens when you're a star-crossed franchise and even the Harry Douglases, the pride of the south side of Atlanta, they get <laughs> caught up in this whole fever thing. Now, let me say this also, Freddie, because we got to put this thing into context. Mm-hmm. My Please brother, <laughs> My brother, Tony Douglas, played for the Knicks. He got drafted to the New York Knicks in 2009 in the first round. So there, it, there has always been love. Mm-hmm. For the Knicks in my heart. Okay. Now, where where the discourse happened uh-huh. is when the Knicks ended up playing my Atlanta Hawks. And then I had people that were New York Knicks fans talking crazy to me. Remember that year that Trey Young put them out the playoffs? Yeah, I remember. That year, the Knicks mm-hmm. beat the Hawks every time in the regular season. Every game. Mm-hmm. And I had people just talking crazy to me. And then uh-huh. Trey Young came in because, you know, they didn't have Jalen Brunson. They didn't have that point guard play. Right. And, and took a bow right in Madison Square Garden at, mid, at midcourt. Mm-hmm. Well, Jalen Brunson said, I'm here now. I'm the top dog. I'm the captain now. Look at me. <laughs> I'm the captain now. I'm here. <laughs> Jalen Brunson is here. And he's here to stay, ladies and gentlemen, for the New York Knicks to be able to get a floor general a guy that is clutch. Uh, what I love about his game, Freddie, being able to play off two feet in today's game. Yeah. Right? It's, it's not common. No. But not only two feet, he can play off his left foot uh, in, a, in a single way. He can play off his right foot. Yeah. He can play – he can have the mid-range game going for himself, the okay. floater in the lane, the three-point line, right. uh, 83% from, from the free throw line as well. So uh-huh. he, I just love his all-around game, and there's no better way to do it right. than having your father who pushed you to the max as a kid sure. on that bench coaching you as well. See, Harry Douglas, who is now – I never knew as a closet Knicks fan, but now he's – you know, he's come out. Joining me, Freddie Cohen and Freddie Harry <laughs> on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell you smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. It comes down to faith. And any fan out there of a team that has been snake bitten, like the New York Knicks, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Cleveland now, Guardians fans. These used to be Indians fans. Detroit Lions fans. Cleveland Browns fans. New York Jets fans. Toronto Maple Leafs fans. I can go on and on and on and on and on and on and on about franchises and franchises that have had their hearts broken by the team when it seems like it's going to be that year or it's going to be that time and then mm, 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 when it comes to that. And as a long-suffering New York Knicks fan, I'm just going to enjoy the moment because there's no doubt they're a really good team. There are no great teams in the NBA this year. The NBA has become more like the NFL than ever before because that parody word well, is right it. there in the NBA. And I love and, it. And you know what it is? The best thing about a Knicks team, they're getting that attention, but it also brings to light that people may start paying attention to other teams. If this was happening with the Oklahoma City Thunder and they were in a different city like Los Angeles or New York or Chicago, I can't even imagine. They'd be doing 30 for 30s every damn day on the Oklahoma City Thunder. So the Knicks are going to have that Thunder. But as somebody like me, who knows that this team could be a threat. They could be a threat to the Celtics. They could be a threat to the Milwaukee Bucks. They could be a threat to win the NBA championship as someone who has PTSD. <laughs> all those years of the Knicks getting to that point and not being able to get over that hump, 
1993. If you're a Nick fan out there, you better close your ears for the next 10 seconds because these words will drive you nuts. Smith stopped, Smith stopped, Smith stopped again in Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals when they played against Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Or Reggie Miller, that Game 5, he goes off with 28 points in the fourth quarter. By the way, they did lose that series. That's another story. 1994, that same playoff series the next year, they get to the NBA Finals, having three games to two lead on the Houston Rockets. And people remember John Starks going two for 18 in Game 7 as they lift that up in the fourth quarter. So I know how good the Knicks are. They are a legitimate threat in a non-great NBA team season that we have right now. But as someone who has been snake bitten, as someone who has to deal with this, I'm tired of getting this serum for the cobra bite that keeps biting me <laughs> when it comes to the New York Knicks. <laughs> see, see, I have a lot more faith. I do, but yes, here, do. here are some key components to the New York Knicks and being able to get to where they want to be at the end of the season. Uh, Julius Randle, we we see him out right now mm-hmm. with a right shoulder injury. Right. He's going to have to be healthy. OG Ananobi, a guy who they traded for uh, from the t- Toronto Raptors, he's going to have to be healthy. Now, here's something about this this basketball team that I really, I truly do adore, Freddie. Right. The fact that t- Tibbs, um, you take a Jalen Brunson, you have a Dante DiVincenzo, and also a Josh Hart. When you have three guys that one together at Villanova mm-hmm. and have a dynamic relationship with with, 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 with one another. Absolutely. And they understand the components of defense and getting stops. Yeah. And you have those three guys on a basketball team. I don't want us to sleep on that. Because, no Dan, because Dante DiVincenzo, the last two mm-hmm. games, he he's had been, 20 last night. And 33 and the night 33 before. 33 against the Utah Jazz. Sure. He, he's, he's meant a lot to this team. Josh Hart and his hustle, his attitude, and the way he approaches the game has meant much for, for this team. But mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson, OG Ananobi, and also Julius Randle. Those are the three key components. We understand the secondary players. They have to do their job and step up. But if those three guys are healthy – right. I like the Knicks in the Eastern Conference. I'm not saying I like them to win this or that. I just like their chances. That's okay. what I'm saying. Jason Thomas agree, agrees with you. He hit us on Twitter, Coleman ESPN, and at age Douglas 83, he even tagged Shannon underscore Penn and at Devin Kane, our two producers. He says the best clutch closer, a.k.a. at Jalen Bronson 1, in the league is the new GOAT of New York City sports. Hashtag New Yorker covers. I love everything about that. I'm going to raise my hat. I am so glad to be wrong because the Knicks signed that free agent deal for four years and $104 million. Boy, that's a lot for a guy. That was a backup point guard. And I said, I don't know about that signing. I'm not afraid to stand on that and say, I was completely wrong. And all you Knicks fans out there saying, hey, we told you. No, you didn't. You didn't know that this was going to be the kind of Jalen Brunson that we've seen right now. Even Jalen Brunson didn't know that was going to be the kind of Jalen Brunson that we're seeing right now. So y'all can miss me with that nonsense saying, we told you. You didn't tell anybody nothing because you didn't think this was going to happen. But the fact that you have a guy like that, because New York City loves two things when it comes to their athletes. If you are a closer like on Broadway, if you can stop the show like a Broadway, like a Broadway play. Say it again. And and you can have Monica McNutt shouting out Harry Douglas when Jalen Brunson did this last night, part of a 40-point comeback Nick performance against the Indiana Pacers. Here's Hart spinning on Siakam, fires across. Brunson, right wing three, ties the game at 91. JV's an all-star, 11's an (laughs) all-star. As my good friend Harry Douglas says, best part about that you can see that video because she videos herself doing the games as a color analyst for the new york knicks 
on ESPN New York 98.7 FM. Even Kenny Alba looked at us and said, I don't know what that boy bat is, but I want to find out. That's the kind of face he had. Now, he might have known about it and didn't expect Monica McNutt to name check you like that, but his facial expression was great. He looked at us like, that boy bat, huh? I got to find out who that is. That's what happens when everybody is being swept up into Brunson Knicks fever. I'm going to be that guy. Air on the side of Carl Stop it, Freddie. You stop it right I'm now. I'm not going to stop it right now. Freddie, stop I, it right now. In 11 games in the playoffs last year, mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson averaged 27.8 mm-hmm. points per game. I know. I know. Go New York. Go New York. Go. <laughs> go New York. Go New York. Go. Uh, let us know. Am I crazy to be in the air on the side of caution? Or should I be swept up in Knicks fever like Harry Douglas and Shannon Penn? And Monica McNutt, ESPN basketball analyst and from 98.7 FM as a Knicks color commentator. Who is right in this situation? Me erring on the side of caution or those feverish people saying, hey, Freddie, you got to believe in the Knicks. Let us know the Freddie Harry calling line at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. By the by, the Knicks on Saturday night, they take on the Los Angeles Lakers presented by ND. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Speaking of the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron James, he didn't play last night against the Boston Celtics. Neither did Anthony Davis, and apparently the Boston Celtics, they decided not to show up, and they lost to a Lakers team in which Austin Reeves was their leading scorer without LeBron and AD on the floor, but I digress. But LeBron James has had it with people getting on Joel Embiid. Now, for those who don't know, Joel Embiid diagnosed on Thursday a meniscus injury in his left knee. The 76ers had not allowed people to know severity, but he's expected to be sidelined for an unspecified period of time after suffering that injury Tuesday night when he lost to the Golden State Warriors. Now, remember, remember, when a certain guy named Draymond Green, because of the NBA 65-game rule, that if you want to be eligible for MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, all NBA honors, you got to play at least 65 games. Draymond Green's podcast says that's the reason that Joel Embiid got injured. Joel playing tonight felt very much so because of the 65 game limit. Well, I think it's actually quite bull****. Guys didn't face those rules before, but those same NBA, all NBA teams, those same MVP awards lists, uh, defensive player of the year, those lists are the same. I once lost a defensive player of the year award to Kawhi Leonard, and I think he played 51 games. In turn, you get Joel, who comes out there tonight, and he forces it. And freak play with him and uh, J.K. diving for the ball. But maybe it's not as bad if the knee isn't already banged up. I don't really bang with it. And now we got one of our premier faces in this league, the MVP of our league, possibly hurt for an extended period of time because he's forcing it. The words of Draymond Green on Joel Embiid on his podcast on Tuesday. And LeBron James doubled down on that in his social media handle at King James. He says, where are all the media outlets? TV media personalities, hot takes that talk so much bleep about Joel Embiid about missing those games when he knew what he was dealing with. Now he's out with an injury because of it. Not one person has went back on TV or their dumb bleep podcast and apologized to that man. No accountability from LeBron James. Sound like he talking about someone in particular in my opinion. Oh, we know who he's talking like, about. We know who he's talking about. But, but here's the thing, though, Freddie. Like, Joel Embiid understood the way he felt. Also, the training staff. No one said, hey, you got to go out there and play. At the end of the day, both of those parties made that decision. Mm-hmm. If I have a guy that I'm coaching 
or if I'm a front office executive, or also if I'm a trainer and a guy can barely jump yeah. and barely move, mm-hmm. I'm not allowing him to go out there on the basketball court. Okay, let's just say Joel Embiid couldn't save himself from himself. Right. That's when the coach steps in. That's, that's, so, that's also where the training staff steps in. That's also where the front office steps in and say, you know what, hold on. We know when we need you, we need you to take a break. Because clearly, if Joel Embiid can barely jump and move, mm-hmm. yep, he's he, he. Why is he out there? Why is he out there? Mm-hmm. Well, here's something else. If he knew he was like that, we all knew. In terms of if you're out two games with that kind of injury that did not allow you to play, and then watching the game on TNT midway through the first quarter, they showed Joel Embiid trying to get ready, and he didn't look right. Nobody told you that you had to go out there. If you succumb to peer pressure. Nothing against Draymond Green on this podcast. Nothing against LeBron James on his social media handle. Nobody wants to hear it. People get tired of hearing that. If you don't want to play because you're injured, you shouldn't be out there. You don't need peer pressure. You don't need scrutiny. You don't need a 65 number in terms of games that you want to play to be eligible for all NBA, MVP, defensive player, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know your body more than anybody else. So nothing against LeBron James. Stop it with that whole thing about people that have to apologize to Joel Embiid. If anybody should apologize to Joel Embiid, it's Joel Embiid and the Sixers because they should not allow any kind of scrutiny or people talking about it. If people are saying that in that building in Philadelphia, then, man, I wish Joel would play so he could be eligible all NBA, then they need, Shame to, have on a, them. Right, they need to have a discussion about yep. where your priorities are. But I would never, ever allow somebody outside of my being or outside of this network, for example, and talk noise about me and think that's going to affect me. If that affects you, Joel Embiid, then maybe you're not tough enough to win a championship. Maybe you're not good enough to win a championship because you didn't have to go out there if you were injured. You made that decision. The 76ers allowed you to make that decision, and now you got to deal with the consequences that could really affect your basketball team when it comes to winning a championship. And it's a difference, ladies and gentlemen, in being hurt and being injured. Clearly, Joel Embiid was injured. So there's no possibility that he should have been out there on that basketball court trying to force things, especially with his injury history. His injury yes. history alone. Yeah. And also Nick Nurse as a head coach, you was in Toronto with Kawhi Leonard. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So there's <laughs> there it's, it's inexcusable in my opinion. But don't go blaming people in the media. Don't do that. It, don't it, do that. But, well, it's easy to do that when you believe that no one is going to bark back at you about that, especially when you're LeBron James or Jerry Mont Green having his podcast. But I'm going to woof, woof, woof at both of those guys. <laughs> if, if, if anybody should know. <laughs> that's like the saddest puppy I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that's not even a whimpering puppy as far as that goes. That's just a puppy saying, I, I've, I've run out of bark. I've run out of woof, woofness. <laughs> I'm just going to do this as far as that goes. <laughs> We want to hear from you at Triple Eight Say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Harry Douglas wants me to believe he wants my brain to exercise the demons when it comes to the Knicks, a team that has not won an NBA championship since nineteen seventy three. I think that's at least what a full eleven years, Harry Douglas, before you were born in nineteen eighty four. Sure enough. Okay, put it this way: he wants me to believe. I want to err on the side of caution. How should I feel about my Knicks right now? 
15 and 2 in their last 17 games, nine wins in a row at 888-729-3776. Like Mr. Frazier says when he's announcing these games, Jalen Brunson is gliding and sliding and diving all over the place. It's fantastic. I've seen a lot of dishing and swishing from the Knicks and have gotten my heart broke a lot of those times. 888-729-3776. Plus, who put it out there that maybe, just maybe, the Lakers should think about trading LeBron James? And how did LeBron James react when he heard about that? That's next on Freddie and Harry with Harry Delgas and Freddie Coleman. And this is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together in the Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. And tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Keep saying Harry. I know you want to. It's, it's, it's Harry Oki Friday. Have at it. Go ahead. You know my, my voice. I'm working on it right, right. now. So we'll, let, we'll, we'll, we'll delay that a little bit. A little Harry Oki later on to the show. I want a little to make later, a sure, little later. want to make sure that the pipes are right, the pipes are clear. Oh, the pipe sure. always right. Oh, here we go. Pause, pause, pause to the 25th power. <laughs> <laughs> As Shannon just shakes his head. <laughs> As Freddie Coleman, everybody else out there is shaking their heads as well. This is what happens on Love Friday because sometimes you get into that groove a little bit and you start to try to have those feelings spread to other people. I'm a New York Knicks fan in this room, along with Shannon Penn. Devin Kane's just a basketball fan. He loves basketball. Kyle's pro, doesn't matter. Harry Douglas, brother played, his brother Tony played for the New York Knicks, but he's an Atlanta Hawks fan. Even he's feeling good about the Knicks being a potential legitimate threat to get to the NBA Finals and maybe win an NBA championship that they have not won since 1973. Please help me because I'm erring on the side of caution. I'm like a yeah, but guy. Meanwhile, Harry is like, Freddie, let the demons go. Yeah. Have some faith, my brother. It's Love Friday. That's what love and faith and Friday are all about. Yes, Freddie. Like, you don't have to be nervous. It's okay, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. They're they going to do what they're supposed to do. I told you. Mm-hmm. If Julius Randle is healthy, mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson is healthy, OG Ananobi is healthy, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. basketball team 
has a chance to be in the positions that they dreamed to be in uh-huh. before the season started. Okay. We'll see as far as that goes. We'll see if I start feeling that faith like you want me to. Mark in Miami. Can't wait to hear you have to say 888-729-3776. Mark, help this brother Freddie Coleman out. How much faith should I have in my Knicks team being a legitimate threat in the NBA for the title? What's up, fellas? Yeah, to me, as a as a Nick hater, I gotta <laughs> I gotta grudgingly commit that the, this Knicks team is legit and real. And actually, they should have been in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. I went to Game Five. Julius Randle doesn't shoot them out of the game. I thought they overall they were the better team, but just the Heat with Jimmy made the plays down the stretch in the end. But I think overall they were outplayed for a majority of that series. Uh, the thing about it is, guys, is Jalen Brunson has taken his game to another level. I thought he was really good. I, I don't think anybody thought he would be this great. To me, I think he's, you could probably make the argument in the fourth quarter, he's the best player in the league, and the, all the numbers would bear that out. So I think the one thing that could hold him back is Julius Randle's got to know his part. Yep. The thing that killed him last year and at stretches at times this year is mm-hmm. he thinks he's the number one option. Yep. If, the, if Tibbs can get through his head and realize you're the number two or even three with the o, Ananobi now, I think, guys, when you look at the East, I mean, the Celtics, as great as they are, does anybody believe in them? They're going to win 60 games. They're going to have the best record. What happens when they get in playoffs? Tatum and Brown think uh, they're uh, Curry and Thompson. They're going to go three-point happy, and they're going to lose their series. Uh, to me, Damian Little is good, but Brunson, I think, would school him. So, uh, Philly, gone, Cleveland. I, guys, you guys are set up good, man, and the Knicks are fun to watch, and they're easy to root for, and I love Jalen Brunson. I'm just sad that they, he's not on the heat because – all right, I think what Mark brought up there is a great point uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to Julius Randle. When it comes to certain moments in very, very important ball games, yeah. knowing our roles and understanding your role mm-hmm. is very imperative to success. Mm-hmm. And if you, he's having a game where he's not scoring the basketball effectively, yeah. but he can add so much more as a defensive player, mm-hmm. rebounding, right. uh, assisting the basketball mm-hmm. as someone uh, of his size, mm-hmm. there are many other attributes of his game that he can contribute to right. a New York Knicks basketball team winning. It's yeah. all about him not being in his, feel- in his feelings right. during those moments uh-huh. and understanding the game at yeah. that time. Yeah, He hasn't been that way this year. That's why I'll give him a lot of credit when it comes to that. 100%. Plenty of times that I agree. When they've needed him to, hey, put your foot on the metal and get downhill and beat up on people, he's been able to do that. But he has not gotten in the way of making other guys better. This is the first time since Julius Randle's been a Nick that he's had that all-encompassing game where he can get the rebound and start the break. He knows when to take the outside shot, when to get into the lane to get those paint touches, leveling off guys at the opposite end of the floor. We've seen him say, hey, that Batman's right there in Jalen Brunson. I don't mind being the Robin to that because that's going to make both of us effective. It's going to make the team better. But the the one part about what Mark and Miami said, this is the ultimate version of sleeping with the enemy. When a Heat fan is giving the New York Knicks love, everything has gone haywire right now. You I mean, that's the ultimate what now? That's the ultimate sleeping with the enemy, just they, like the what movie. They, what they look like? I don't know. I've never, <laughs> slept, I, I've never slept with the enemy. How about you school us there, it's Mr. Lo- so-and-so? It's love Friday. <laughs> that's why I, you, you brought it up love there. Love Friday. You opened the door. I used a movie what? title with Jennifer Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. You brought it up to a different level. Explain what it's like to be in bed with the enemy, Harry Douglas. I plead the fifth, Freddie. I've never done it. Also, now, 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 now your lip coolers getting yeah, soft? Yeah, I, pl- I plead the fifth. Now you're closing your lip coolers right now? You got nothing to say? That's what they told me. It- <laughs> Plead the fifth. <laughs> you, know, you know how I, you know how excited these Knicks fans around here are. 
Well, I know. We got Nick Cardi who uh, just uh, came in. He's me. wearing his I orange. Yeah. Shannon's got the Nick socks on. And he's got the he's got yeah, he's mm. got the, the orange and the red. Y'all are dealing with those two. Every mm. time I take a, a restroom break, mm-hmm. Russ Fisher. Oh boy. Who's one of the the the, uh, uh, the producers on the shows? I love Russ. Uh, Russ here at Seaport, man. New York. Love he's Russ. he's harassing me mm-hmm. with I this sweater Russ. that he has on, and he's singing "Go New York, Go New York, Go." And I'm like, Russ, I just need to take a piss, bro. <laughs> what sweater, just just what, allow me to go to the restroom. What sweater does he have on, by the way? He has a New York Knicks sweater. Okay. Well, oh there yeah. You go. Oh, so but, Ru- but Russ is my guy, though. But Russ, he, he's excited yeah. Yeah, he for fans be. like him mm-hmm. and everyone else out there, man, who really love the New York Knicks. This is a very exciting time, and pretty. I it is. Being I there with it. my brother, I've seen hard times with the New York Knicks, right? So have I. You know what I mean? So they, y'all really deserve this at this moment right now. So I don't blame you, yeah, Russ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be ex- 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 as excited uh, as you can. Yeah, I'm an excitable boy, but I'm going to be on that butt category going, let's, let's wait a minute now because I've seen this before. <laughs> Doug in San Antonio. Harry Douglas believes that I should have a lot more faith in my Knicks being a legitimate threat in the NBA. Big Doug, what say you? Doug, turn on your radio. Real quick. Turn, there you go. Yeah, go ahead, Doug. What you got, my friend? Thank y'all. Thank y'all for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Harry and Freddie, man, y'all are hilarious. Man, off the hook, man. I'm, a, I'm relocating from Houston out here in San Antonio, and I've been looking for a show like this, man. Oh, and y'all we, nailed it. So, here, uh, here we are. Man, we I, here for you, brother. Yeah, here we are. Shout out, shout out to the Texans. And uh, I got a... I got a dim that boy bag uh-huh. for Harry. Talk to me. Squeeze this one. I met this cat. Well, I didn't meet him. I met him, but I seen this cat play at Florida. Cat was pretty pretty good, man. Then the Knicks drafted him. They got on the floor. I seen him do his thing. He willing to deal. And I say, oh yeah, he gonna be he gonna be good, man. Then he got to the Rockets, man. This guy, this guy was doing it, man. He was doing it, and I had a chance to meet him. I was like, man, you gonna be you gonna be cold. Keep your head up. You're going to be cold, man. And then next thing I know, I heard you say he was playing overseas. Who am I talking about, Harry? My brother. That boy bad, man. Your brother, man. <laughs> I bet nice. your brother, man. Nice. Man, I bet, I bet your brother at the Toyota Center, that that. that that spot right there, Toyota Center, man. Man, that's that's pretty dope, man. Yeah, he's o- he's overseas in Portugal right now, man. He man. actually won Player of the Year last year. Really? Um, yeah, Good yeah. On so him. he just signed a, a, another deal uh-huh. overseas. So shout out to my brother Tony Douglas. That's also my best friend. So yeah, I miss him being over here stateside. But mm-hmm. hey, you got to do what you got to do. And he he's over there still balling, man. When is he coming home? That's what I want to know. What's this? What, what month are we in? Right now we're in February. February second, Groundhog uh, Day. I know for sure he'll be here in June. Oh man, that's gonna be a Douglas yeah. family party. I oh need, yeah, he always comes and stays at my house. I need an invitation for that party, man. All his kids and yeah. my kids they're together. Oh, it's it's yeah. hey, it's survival of the fittest at my house. When all my nieces and nephews get over there, don't come crying to me. If you can't survive, go somewhere else. Go to your grandparents' house. It's like the old joke. You're going to be like the goalie. The kids come to you, yeah. you kick them back into play. That's, that's how my mom and dad did us. You know, all my cousins and stuff, we spent time together over the summer. Right. Listen, you got to survive. You can't survive, you got to go to Meemaw house. And then what they call it? Meemaw or Grandma Pawpaw. Uh-huh. Or Pawpaw house. <laughs> go to the sanctuary. Got to leave them over here, baby. That grandparent sanctuary, man. I don't know if they think what they've gotten into. But I say, oh, that the kids come to me. They'll be okay in my arms. And oh my god, <laughs> you got, these kids got to go home. They got to go home sooner than later. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together, and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. How much belief should I have in my New York Knicks? Harry believes as an Atlanta Hawks fan more than I do. Forgive me 
for having plenty of oh god moments when I've seen good and then it doesn't end the way that I wanted it to in terms of winning a championship that has not happened since 1973 for the New York Knicks. He is one of our favorites. He's not a guest. He's not a caller. He's an FOS friend of the show. He is the mighty wolf from Virginia. Before we get to him, three, two, one. Oh! And you got me moving, gentlemen, for two reasons. Number one, I heard that little whimpering sound. That sounded like a hungry little pup that that wandered away from the pack. Get him, Wolf. Get him. Yeah, you got to stand corrected on that one. Mm, That was Shannon. That wasn't me, Wolf. Mm -hmm, Exactly. All right, buddy. But I just have to say the the Knicks of my era. Now, I'm a little on the older side. You guys might not have been born when I was – trying to pay attention to Earl the Pearl, oh, yeah. Walt Frazier. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Bill Bradley. Willis the Reed. Busher. Dave DeBusher. Phil Ooh, Jackson Willis off Reed, the bench. What a strong center he was. Yeah, Dick Barnett off the bench space. as well. Oh, yeah. Dick oh, Barnett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Anyway, the point is that let's bring those days back. I had a, a seat, uh, very fortunate to have a, to sit in Tony Corallo seat down there in Madison Square Garden a couple times. But I just wanted to say, Please bring back that kind of talent. And then one last statement, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Hey, Wolf. You had a gentleman, Tony, I believe his name, or Bailey. He spoke to the kids. He said, prepare those. I coached a little bit, my children. And I have to say to you, he had a beautiful sentiment that he left with the audience, especially the young ones coming up. Be prepared. Get ready for the opportunity. I always told the kids, come to practice in shape. That gentleman talking about his son playing in texas i believe yeah gave inspiration to a lot of kids and i i just appreciate that on love friday it makes sense well if i have one question for you man because I, i've been wanting yeah. to ask you this for a while how big is respect yeah. to you like the word respect how big is that to you wolf i'm a hundred percent italian if that answers your question. Say less. Yes, it does. Say, say less, yeah, Wolf. Yeah, yeah. No, he said it. He, he said, love you, Wolf. Yeah, yeah, much love to Wolf because, hey. You're my boy. The, you're my boy, Wolf. Respect. Losing, love you, man. The, the losing face is not something that is in Wolf's vocabulary, my friend. I love it. Mm-mm. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Wolf will find out what it means to you and me if you're not careful <laughs> when it comes to all of that. Keep weighing in at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Harry wants me to believe in my New York Knicks. I'm not there yet, despite the fact they won nine in a row and 15 out of their last 17. And as of right now, they're that that little behind the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference. Keep weighing in at 888-729-3776. And somebody said, hey, the Los Angeles Lakers, maybe you should think about trading LeBron James. Yeah, like that's going to happen. Waiting to hear how LeBron reacted to that next on Freddie and Harry, Love Friday edition on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on the Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry. 
presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80 and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. LeBron's always going to have that love in the NBA, especially next year if he decides to stay with the Philadelphia, listen to me, to the Los Angeles Lakers. He has a $51.4 million player option in his contract to stay with the Lakers next season. He has until June 29th to exercise that option. Now, we all know about his son, Bronny, right now playing for USC. All prayers for him to continue to have success on the basketball court. That has nothing to do with points and rebounds about staying healthy after dealing with that cardiac situation that happened in the offseason. He's a candidate to enter the NBA draft later on this year and is scheduled June 26th through the 27th. All those factors I just put out there, let Alan Hahn from Barton Hahn, Monday through Friday, and ESPN Radio in New York from noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time saying, if you're the Lakers, you got to move on from the King. I would start fielding offers for LeBron James <laughs> because that's the best thing you have. It's the most valuable piece, tradable commodity that you have. And of course it's not going to happen, Twitter. So don't bother responding to me. I already know it ain't happening, all right? X, Twitter, Instagram, Snapface, whatever it is. Just trust me. I get it. But if we're looking at it logically, the Lakers don't have assets. They don't have enough to build a championship team for a 39-year-old superstar who's still giving you 25, 7, and 7, shooting 50%. He still can play at a superstar level. But it's not going to be enough, whatever you do, to get another championship. Here's the only thing. When it comes to the Los Angeles Lakers, mm-hmm. would it be ideal? Uh, yeah, but really No. If you decide to trade LeBron now versus him opting out of next year's contract and going somewhere else, yes, it does make sense. But here's the thing. As long as you have a LeBron James on your basketball team, in my opinion, you have an opportunity. You have a chance. And I I think some of that was proven last year. Even though they did not make the NBA Finals, they were able to make the Western Conference Finals, in which after they got a few pieces after the trade or whatnot, Mm -hmm. in which a lot of people didn't think they were going to be able to get to that point. I just think when you have a LeBron on your team, class of high school 2003, shout out to everybody. Attaboy. You have a chance. And if you get into the dance, you have an opportunity. And I would never count out a guy by mm-hmm. the name of LeBron James. Oh, I'd never count out a guy like that still playing like this at a relatively high level at his age and how many years he's been in the NBA. But if that's going to happen, it's not. But if LeBron decided one day, you know what? I think we need to part ways, Los Angeles. I've enjoyed my time here in the City of Angels, playing for this storied franchise, the home of Wilt and Kareem, and Magic, and Jerry, and Kobe. And I think I want to go somewhere else because I had that mercenariness about me. If he decided to do that, Stephen A. Smith, the first take, says, this better be your next destination. Get traded to the New York Knicks. Look out now. Center stage. Oh, boy. Madison Square Garden. Here we go. The Mecca. You see that defense? Uh-oh. You see Tom Thibodeau coaching his defense? Did you see that brother Jalen Brunson oh, and what he nice. does? Do you see Julius Randle and a workhorse that he is? You know Mitchell Robinson's coming back. You know that, right? I've heard. I mean, Hardenstein's a big body active. He's been still in an admirably since Mitchell Robinson has stepped away. Dante DiVincenzo, that brother's been playing. Thibodeau has got them as the top-rated defensive team since the OG and Anobi trade. LeBron James. There's very few things that are more valuable than Tinseltown, La La, Los Angeles, California, purple and gold. But if you ever wanted to leave, 
the New York Knicks got by 11 picks over the next seven years. You're the Los Angeles Lakers. You need picks. Mm. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Not even close. No. I don't think it's going to happen. It's worth a try, though. There's nothing wrong with putting fumes in the air. Right. LeBron's way. (laughs) But it's not going to happen. Not even close. Could you imagine LeBron, though? In New York? Here at the Mecca? I seen Madison Square Garden when mm-hmm. the Knicks weren't even going to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. jumping like some jacks against the Chicago Bulls a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if the Kang, not the King, the, the Kang, Kang, LeBron James came here mm-hmm. to New York? <laughs> man, man, man. Cali Dad Dude on Twitter, Freddie Coleman, got Coleman ESPN at Age of 83, says, Bron should be traded. As a Laker fan, the fact is he can leave as a free agent after the season, so why would not Rob Polinka get player-slash-picks from a contender? They played free-slash-happy last night beating Boston. I'm not a Genie Bus fanboy, but Bron and Clutch Sports are not more important than Lakers history or the Lakers franchise. Well, that's that's basically what I said, right? He has an mm-hmm. opportunity. He can just walk away. So mm-hmm. the the ideal situation, if if you're the Lakers and the smart decision, like, hey, you, let's try to get some, yeah. you know, some collateral for LeBron James before he departs or if he departs, right? Right, if he departs. But $51.4 million is hard to walk away from as a player option. Listen, LeBron, LeBron, listen, LeBron's LeBron. I know. He's going to get that money. Uh, yeah, he's a billionaire. I mean, th- that's his pocket money, Akeem, when it comes to $51.4 million <laughs> as far as that goes. Don't take my pocket money away, Akeem, if he's going to try to think about going from being the king of L.A. right now to the king of New York. <laughs> that's hilarious. For those who don't know, just fix Google. Up, fix right. up the place. Exactly. For those who don't know, just Google <laughs> coming to America, and you're welcome. That public service message from Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Keep weighing in. His agent says LeBron will not ask for a trade or be traded by the Lakers. Rich Paul said he won't be traded, and we are not asking to be, so at least for now, you can put that to rest. And you won't be able to put the rest any kind of potential money you can get in terms of betting on the upcoming Super Bowl. But which quarterback is going to benefit the most from winning said game? We'll get to that next on Freddie and Harry. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.